Welcome to the Elijah Fire Podcast, where we jump into issues of today with faith and freedom instead of fear. And now here's your host, Jeff Tharp. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to Elijah Fire, episode 191. Today is Tuesday, March 7th, 2023. Um, okay, so anytime you guys donate to ElijahFire.com slash donate, all proceeds go towards keeping this free at five days a week. Um, and as accessible as possible to you guys. Um, but we take a portion of every single donation and we funnel it into our partnership with Show Mercy International, who are doing amazing work with water wells over in Uganda and beginning to venture beyond. Um, but we're digging a new fresh water well every three days. And that's because of your guys' donations. All you guys have been super, do- super, super donation. You've been super generous. Uh, so we're going to play a quick wells video and then we're going to get going. So thank you guys again for your donations. Uh, We're completely transforming communities because of your donations and being able to even do this stuff overseas. So God bless you guys. Uh, Also, I mentioned yesterday and I mentioned again because it starts tomorrow that we're starting a new teaching series. It's going to be two parts. So part one of two of the series with Mike Thompson called Walking in Third Heaven Authority uh, begins tomorrow. So that's going to be great. I'm really looking forward to that just because of the nature of how it even came about. Uh, for those who didn't watch yesterday's episode, I was sitting there during a show, during a live, and all of a sudden the Holy Spirit was just like, Jeff, 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 Mike Thompson. I'm like, got it. Mike Thompson, Jeff, bring him on. And he's like over and over and over again until I wrote it down. I'm like, all right, I got it. I got it. We got it written down. So then I called Mike Thompson and I was like, hey, man, this is, I just really felt like, you had something really important to share to the, you know, multiple generations um, about, you know, where we're at in the body of Christ, what God is doing. And he was like, it's funny that you say that because that's actually what God has had me doing. He's, he's, he's taken me into quiet, like a quiet place. And he's been speaking to me about the generations. I was like, dude. So I love when that kind of stuff happens. So I'm really looking forward to it. It's only a two-parter. So we'll start The first one, part one of two tomorrow and then next week, next Wednesday, we'll finish it up. So it's going to be great, you guys. I'm really looking forward to it. So I'm also looking forward to today's interview. Um, I think this guy's great. Um, I'm a big fan of the ministry that he's a part of. He's a songwriter. He's a worship leader. He's an evangelist. Let's give it up for co-founder of the California Will Be Saved movement, Joel Mott. What up? What's up, bro? Welcome back for the third, fourth time. Yeah, something like dude. That. <laughs> hey, it's good to be back. Yeah, absolutely, man. So what, dude, something uh, something kind of crazy is going on in Pasadena right now. Yeah. Yeah. Sure so Sorry, are, I'm, kinda, I'm squinting. I'm, I wanted to get some vitamin D, and it's the most you quiet are, place. You are find. getting an abundance but, of vitamin D right now. Yeah. yeah. So want to be receiving that but i hope i'm not squinting too much no it's all good man it's all good but, um, uh so yeah talk about man it's something crazy is going in pasadena right now it is i mean i'm just trying to really be present in it all and comprehend what god's doing yeah um i, I think you said you had jesse on here she was probably talking about it a few days back but um yeah our good friends jesse and parker um which by the way they have in so many ways catalyzed myself my own journey and ross as well and our whole team our movement and um they really in in 2020 so much of their ministry really exploded on the beaches of orange county and southern california 
and uh, since then have been seeing God do amazing stuff across the nation and now are based on the East Coast. But they came probably, what, almost two weeks ago now. Um, and we're just helping, uh, I don't know if you're familiar with the Hope California movement that's happening mm-hmm. in uh, April. And the uh, Is that Wallace Mondo School. Matthews? Is that yeah. the one he's thinking? Yep. Yeah, Mondo's whole thing. And so they were coming just to help with that. And they were going to do a training with some of the students in Iqbalo. And um, yeah, it just, I wasn't even there that morning, but I rushed at, at, over afterwards as soon as I could. Um, and it, it was like the Holy Spirit just began to break out among the students there. And there was such a spirit of repentance and weeping was, was starting to break out. And um, we actually had an outreach plan in Huntington Beach that afternoon. Ross and I were going to help. I remember. Yeah, I saw it on your yeah, social media. Yeah. We were going to help do the outreach down there. And, uh, you know, Jesse and the, the Saturate team just texted us right away. They're like, just get to this mansion here in Pasadena. There's something breaking out. God's just moving on these students' hearts. Dude. And um, and so we're like, okay. And, and <laughs> to be honest, like Ross and I, you know, we call each other like, do you see what's going on? <laughs> like because we were gearing up we were ready to go out preach the gospel and you know on hp and uh-huh. kind of a historic for our journey to a, a, a specific and a strategic landmark down there by the pier and um and we felt we both felt like we got to follow the generals you know we got to just follow whatever they're saying right now these are the ones mm-hmm. that we look up to that we um we learn from and have helped us so much and we're both like yeah that feels right you know <laughs> well and this is so much a part of like who, who you guys are and your big message you know yes so, exactly yeah. yeah so we're like yeah we got to whatever jesse and parker are hearing right now like we're in you know yeah and, uh, and so yeah it, it's been amazing we got there that night i think later on that was thursday night uh about 10 days ago now 12 days something like that and um it's been yeah going really since then every single night and uh more and more people are starting to show up and it's really been marked with just repentance and uh, a willingness to get right with jesus to go 100 percent in there's there has been salvation breaking out there's been notable healings uh one lady was couldn't even walk by herself up and down a flight of stairs and we prayed over her ross was there and she's he was praying and she ends up being able to walk completely on her own, like up and down the stairs, testing it all out, you know, completely healed. And so there's been healing breaking out. Um, There's just been such a sweet, you know, more than anything, just a sweet uh, presence of Jesus that's been so tangible. I think that's really what is keeping people around and drawing more people. So I don't know, bro. I'm trying to just be present in it. and Ride the wave, dude. Yeah, ride the (laughs) wave. Keep my support in hand and uh ride this thing so it's beautiful yeah Yeah, what god's doing yeah i just think that that's something that i really feel like has really marked this one and i think that's a lot of it is and maybe you can speak more to this i mean obviously you know jesse better than i do but um is just jesse and parker really seem like they there's so much humility in what they're doing and their approach to this and any other events that they've had where it's not they right there's a there's an obvious recognition that it's absolutely dependent upon the Lord. And I know that seems like an obvious thing, but sometimes when we can get into these situations, we kind of can default to, okay, I know what to do, you know, okay, I'll do this in this time and we'll plan this out, but it's been pretty open, right? Just kind of like we're showing up and. Yeah. That's one of the things they're so good at. And I really admire about their leadership is it's just always comes back to like, what is the Holy spirit saying? 
you know, and he could be saying something that's so contrary to what we had in mind and they are so quick to uh, say yes, you know, and, and I, I think for, for us younger guys, like that is something that has helped me so much to just, cause you know how it is, like even, even leading events and leading a, a movement, so to speak, like there's so many logistical things that are always on my mind you know, and uh, like things that I want to make sure happen, that's going to make it run smoothly, you know, and even in the middle of all that, somehow we have to keep that 100% surrender of the Holy Spirit, you know, what is he saying in this very moment? And yeah, Jesse and Parker exemplify that so well. And that's really what this, these past 10 days, 12 days have been of, man, what we have no idea what it's going to look like even tonight, you know, and we get in there, like, whatever the Holy Spirit's saying, and um, and so it's, it's really, a, a you know, I have nothing, nothing but good things to say about what, what they've stewarded here and, and how yeah. they lead, because it, sometimes it can be even offensive to our way of thinking, you know, like, oh my gosh, this is like the last thing, you know, I remember being a part of, um, uh, revival in Kentucky a year and a half ago with, with these guys. And for an hour straight, we, there was no sound. Like everyone was just silent. Parker had everyone just like close their mouths and just wait on the Holy Spirit, right? <laughs> For sixty-five minutes, right? Yeah, yeah. it's things like that. It's like, okay, Jeez. God, yeah, like I, I wanna, I, I need you. You know, I think when you strip that all away, it's like Holy Spirit, we need you so bad. You know, and hmm. and so I, anyway, all that to say, I, I, I'm loving, you know, what's going on and. Um, just so thankful for Jesse and Parker. Yeah. So what's like one of the biggest things that, yeah, I, I mean, maybe it's still in process. I think it's kind of hard to sit here and be like, this is my takeaway from this whole experience because it's still happening. And, yeah. and, you know, I think one thing that I've been very adamant about, and I know a lot of other people are as well is, you know, there's a lot of people that look at like what's happening in Asbury and other places and they try to define it right away of just like, okay, so this yeah. is, but with like, all these other revivals it took it was like hindsight right yeah like, you know you go through it uh new details emerge all these things and you're like whoa and then you, yeah. you know sometimes it's decades later that you're looking at it and seeing exactly yeah what god did but i'm just curious um yeah. you know what your experience has been like in this process of of, of of doing this yeah no i think you're right like i even think about some of these revivals in history you know where i wonder what the people living in the moment you know if they even knew it to be a revival or what they were thinking you know like i think about the azusa street revival when that was starting to break out and obviously god was moving in power um but obviously i think it was probably later on that you know the azusa street revival you know is is such a well-known thing so i don't even know bro i'm just trying to be present i think um anytime i see genuine repentance taking place. I know that's a move of the Holy Spirit. I know, especially for my generation, that's not something that we naturally just start to do throughout our day. You know, <laughs> I don't think we should just like, oh yeah, I should be repenting today. Yeah. <laughs> my generation, I think that when I see that happening, it's okay. The Holy Spirit is drawing people to Jesus. You know, he's drawing people to the yeah. Father. And it really does feel like there's a, a different grace um, for that. Um, where it's like, yeah, we just need to get right with God, you know, mm. and different ones coming in each night. And there's just a, this this renewed sense of I need God like fully. I need to get fully clean, you mm. know. And each time I've been there these nights, like 
there's been such a raw just permission, if you will, um, to just lay it all out there, lay it all bare before the Lord. And wow. there's yeah. a, a sweet, powerful, but sweet presence of Jesus uh, each night that um, I just see just washing people, you know, washing Come on. blood. And uh, I think another thing that I'm seeing is just a, a spirit of joy and um, maybe an understanding that like this life with Jesus is fun. Mm. Uh, feels like there's such a, I don't know, it, there's this, you know, we're 12 days in now, there's some sense of community starting to take place, you know, of like nightly meetings happening. And like, yeah, there is this sense of like joy that we can do this together, that God is doing something uh, so grand and, and broad on a broad scale. You know, I think even what we're seeing across the nation um, and I think people are starting to realize that too, of like, we're stepping into this story that God's writing. Yeah. There's something so profound he's doing across the whole world right now, you know, and here's a little pocket of it in Pasadena that we've stepped into. And it's, I don't know, it's fresh, it's, it's spontaneous, you know, and mm -hmm. it's, it's new. And, um, and I think so many of us are really just like, we're here for it. We don't know exactly what it is, but we want to, you know, we want to keep it rolling we want to be sur surrendered to whatever the holy spirit's leading us into so anyway bro that's a little bit yeah <laughs> man I think that's great sensing, well so. and i think too you know there is a tendency within people to be like well i have to go to this one place and i have to get what they have and i have to but the 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 message leading up to all these revivals breaking out everywhere has been for the past couple of years has been it's going to be everywhere and um, not, yeah. not to condemn going to, you know, Pasadena or Asbury yeah. or wherever at yeah. all. No way. Um, but, you know, I was talking to a buddy of mine in the Midwest and, and he was saying, you know, they're in a smaller town and he's like, I'm one of those that's crazy enough that, that, you know, believes that rival revival could break out in our church. And I think that's an appropriate yeah. response of just recognize, like leaving the door open for God wherever you are, regardless of, yeah, maybe it's a, a, an evangelism training session, which is what this was yeah. and broke out. Like I wouldn't have thought, I wouldn't have thought that's where it's going to be. Yeah. <laughs> that's exactly. the place, you know? Yeah. <laughs> so um, I just think that, you know, the message that you're saying, the message that Jesse's saying, bunch of other people is just being humble before the Lord keeping it, laying it all bare before him. Yeah. And that means repentance. That means yeah. surrender. That means sometimes it means just legit accepting love from him. You know, yeah. maybe people are in a place where they're, they, they haven't been able to accept that, you yeah. know? So, so true. Yeah. But something that I I've mean, been seeing, I, I don't know if you've noticed this, but I do feel like, cause this is happening within my wife and myself. It, um, it's just like, God is just, we both feel very raw, like in a good way. It's a good, yeah. a good thing, but just so sensitive to the spirit um, yeah. and just a increased hunger for the word and, and pressing in. Uh, but I'm seeing more and more people just getting to that place. Yeah. I think that's one of my favorite things about this thing that we call revival. <laughs> you know, I've been thinking a lot about that word and uh, its definition and, and uh, you know, the different expressions that we see and what people call revival. To me, there's something so um, something so I don't know viral about the gospel. 
I think that's what revi- that's a certain aspect of revival to me because there's there's this awareness, this maybe this heightened awareness of the presence of God that in other seasons is not there. Mm-hmm. I think that's you know one of my my best ways to try to explain this right now, explain this word is there's there's when I look even in revival history, there was this heightened awareness if you will of the very presence of the living god you know and i do believe that there are certain times and seasons when the window if you will is open in a in a bigger way and people are able to step into that and really sense that presence and there's this awareness of wow god is real and there's something he's doing right now and it matters for my life Mm. and um I really do feel that, that we're in, you know, even seeing what is, is breaking out across the nation at these college campuses, like, um, I'd like to believe on a broad sense, you know, across our nation, even the nations. And I know God's doing crazy things in the nations right now. Like, uh, it's just insane, but especially in America, I feel that there is this, just this heightened awareness across the board, um, that man, we, we might want to get right with God. You know, and even this crazy season that we've come through the last few years, you know, with the pandemic and all these things, and it feels like our world is shaking and temporal things being shaken and taken away. Even, um, I think we're set up right now for such a powerful time, um, where I'm believing it'll be the masses. I think we're starting to see it in pockets, you know, and even on these college campuses, what we're seeing in Pasadena, different places, um, I believe that it could lead to a mass sweeping of people getting right with God, with, with deep repentance, with salvation, like on a mass scale, right? Of this, this same thing I'm saying, like this heightened awareness of the presence of Jesus, you know? And mm-hmm. that's the thing. He's here. He's always here. He's omnipresent. God's presence is everywhere. Um, but there's something about his, when his glory is manifested and there's this awareness when he's moving and, uh, I don't know. I, I haven't even figured it out fully, but I, when I look throughout history, I look through different moments, even in the Bible, there are these moments where God meets with his people in a profound way. Right. And all we can be, all we can say is like, we got to get there mm-hmm. and we just need to be there and we need to be ready, you know? So, yeah. yeah and I, I think a lot of this, you know, I see a lot of reels and stuff show up online. Um, and I know that's going to show up on non-Christians feeds. Um, and then obviously we have like the Jesus revolution movie. There's all these different fronts that are stoking the fire. And then obviously there's the chosen, which has completely awakened a lot of people yeah. who wouldn't normally read the Bible. All of a sudden they're like, suddenly I started reading the Bible. Like Jesus became real to me. I get it now. So there's a lot yeah. of people who are curious now about like a true outpouring. Um, yep. And uh, I think a lot of people have been moved by a lot of these different things, whether it's the chosen Jesus revolution, even just the stuff they're seeing online um, that uh, there's, there's kind of a recognition in the past couple of years, there's really this surrender to people's depravity in a lot of ways. Yeah. Um, and people are realizing a lot of people are realizing it's not doing it for me. I thought yeah. that was going to be it, but it's not. And um, and so, uh, I just love that you guys are available. I love that, you know, you guys, um, really have been like, I know there's a lot of other people in California, but I've been in contact with you guys and just yeah. want to commend you continually pointing to, to Jesus like this entire time, dude. Um, 
And I just am so um, stoked that you guys are like getting to see it. I mean, I knew we all knew it would happen, you know? Yeah. Um, how could it not? You know, God is just, that, that's, there's been so many prophetic words, but man. Yeah. Thanks for listening. The Elijah Fire podcast is made possible by donations like yours. To become a partner, visit ElijahFire.com slash give. Uh, just, I just can't wait to see what happens. <laughs> Thanks, bro. Yeah, it's yeah. been amazing just trying to soak it all up, you know? Yeah. So, so something yeah. that you said um, uh, a little bit ago, you were talking about repentance and you said your generation um, you're like, that's not something that your, your generation often does. Were you talking just blanket? Or are you even saying that applies to a lot of Christians in your generation as well? I think, I don't know. I feel like sometimes, you know, that word is frightening. <laughs> it can scare people away, yeah. you know? And so I think what I mean by that is we don't naturally just desire to repent. Yeah. You know, in, in our own flesh, in our own. Mm -hmm carnal beings like that's not something that we naturally choose to do i don't think yeah that's um, a multi-generational thing by the way yeah, <laughs> yeah. it uh, definitely yeah. is yeah <laughs> yeah so, so you know i think it's it's just evidence of the holy spirit breathing hearts yeah. you know Absolutely. when i see that and there's this because ultimately repentance is so easy and it's so beautiful because it allows us to have that connection with the father again you know Oh yeah. And so, um, but our flesh is, is, uh, rebellious and it doesn't of course want to. And so when I see that, that happening in, with such a willingness, I'm like, yeah, that's the Holy spirit, you know, he's moving and he's, yeah, he's for sure. working on people's hearts. So yeah. Yeah, totally dude. Um, well, okay. Let's talk about hope California. Because yeah. you you partner with Mondo Matthews Ministry, you've also been heavily involved. On your first episode here, you shared about kind of your experience with uh, was it Iqbalo, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, but let's talk about that a little bit because, dude, that isn't that happening in April. It is okay. So yeah. just imagine it's March right now. Yeah, this whole thing, whatever's happening in Pasadena. Yeah expands right and it's just like this sea of people yeah. descends upon the stadium because you guys are talking let's talk about it just yeah. tell people what, what's going on all that good stuff let's do it yeah hope california is basically it's a it's a initiative to see 10 evangelistic um outdoor uh worship <laughs> events happening in 10 different cities all at the same time uh, and so, yeah, Mondo is the visionary, the main visionary behind this. He had a dream back in 2018 where he saw um, the sun rising over the West Coast, which, you know, in, in the natural, it would be opposite normally sets on the West Coast. But right. in this vision, he saw it rising and he felt like it was a sign that there's a new day coming to California of new life. And and the next scene he saw was 10 stadium events happening simultaneously with Luke 418 type gatherings. Uh, where salvation was breaking out and healing and miracles, um, the proclamation of the gospel, right? Luke 4.18 is where, that moment that Jesus basically announces his ministry and the spirit of the Lord is upon me to set the captives free, to open up the eyes of the blind, you know, deaf ears to mm -hmm. announce hope to the brokenhearted, right? That whole passage there. And so 
that was in 2018. I think uh, Mondo and, and some of our community since then, I mean, in 2019, we did like a, you know, it's kind of like our Gideon fleece, if you will. Like we did a prayer tour, just kind of putting the word out a bit, <laughs> different leaders and different pastors across our state. And, uh, and then finally in 2021, we did kind of a, a small expression of that where we had different tents meeting in different parts of the state. And I was a big part of that. Ross was helping us mm-hmm. with that too, with Mondo. And that was 2021. And, um, 2023 has come and Mondo has not felt released to really abandon that vision without seeing the fullness of it come to pass. And so he's going for it. We're going for it. He, he came to us a few months back. He's like, will you help us? You know, will you help me um, mobilize? Will you help me pull this off? And obviously it's a, it's a huge vision, uh, but it's happening the weekend of April 1st and 2nd all across the West coast, even going down into Baja, California, there's going to be 10, um festival events happening with worship with um christian artists uh with certain giveaways uh with the proclamation of the gospel with healing kind of a a big festival event um where we're going after the lost that's really like the main focus with these uh gatherings is to reach the lost and so uh our team's got the honor of helping with the los angeles uh, event on April 2nd and it's happening right out in front of the Los Angeles Coliseum nice on in LA and um, there's like a 6,000 person venue um, right outside there on the on the grass and um, and so we're excited that's kind of our next assignment right now it's a big collaborative thing a lot it's of huge. different pastors yeah. and leaders coming together for that and then like I said it's gonna be happening all at the same time that weekend so um, I'm excited for it. I really got on board with it because um, it requires the whole body of Christ to, mm-hmm. to throw down and it requires unity, to be honest, like to, yeah. for a vision like this to be pulled off. Like it's kind of all hands on deck, you know, yeah. it won't be just one name. It won't just be one ministry. It's it's I don't know how many dozens of ministries, you know, are a part of this thing to help see it through. So mm. You know, that's really why I got on board. Obviously, Mondo is at the same time as my spiritual father and mentor, yeah. and I've studied under him and uh, done the training under him. And so um, it's the same vision for California. It's the same vision for America to see God move and power, to see salvation break out here and revival. So, yeah, I hope California is happening in just a few weeks. It's crazy. And like you said, like everything happening right now in Pasadena, you know, who knows what it's going to look like. Um, we're, we're praying into how long these nights are going to continue. Uh, it could just be that it leads all the way up to these stadium events, um, happening that first weekend of April. And then, you know, who knows? We're just, we're just believing God could do something so huge through the next few weeks here. Yeah. So. Well, I, you guys are just making yourselves available, especially with, uh, what's happening in Pasadena. Yeah. Um, yeah, which has moved to a new location, and we'll talk about it more at the end. We'll give an yeah. address and all that stuff for everybody. But it's at the historic Raymond Theater now. Yeah, because uh, you guys were at like kind of like a mansion, old mansion or something yeah. before. We were yeah, yeah. So yeah, that sounds like it's a larger venue. It is, yeah. <laughs> Praise <laughs> the Lord! I'm sure it was yeah. getting pretty sweaty in there. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's a cool story that mansion too. That's it's uh, real close to where we think. Um, Frank Bartleman used to live Mm. and Frank Bartleman was the intercessor um, for the Azusa street revival. And um, he lived in Pasadena and, and Mondo was doing research and trying to find where he would have lived, you know, exactly in the city. And it, and 
our best um, estimate is like right down the hill from where this mansion is. And so yeah. just a special place. I think it's oh, incident to know that that stuff started happening there, but yeah, I know. we are thankful for a bigger space. Definitely. And it's super close to the mansion too, right there in Pasadena. So, yeah. Okay. <laughs> so let's, um, let's kind of jump around a little bit. Um, you guys have been doing these uh, Jesus marches, uh, but I see a note in here about Santa Monica Jesus March. So share whatever you want about that. Yeah. That's super cool. Yeah. Well, in the last um, couple years, I think God's just shown me the joy that it is when missions and prayer come together. And um, I've really uh, just been coming alive kind of in that, in the middle of both of those things, because prayer and fasting and intercession is so much of my heart and DNA and, you know, coming from the call movement and Lou Engels, you know, whole mandate and, mm-hmm. um, and then in the last couple of years to start to do what we're doing with outreach and preaching the gospel, you know, and to see kind of just this uh, convergence of the missions and prayer. Uh, it's been so just wrecking me because I, I feel God's heart in it so much. And um, these Jesus marches are such a fun uh, expression of that kind of all coming together. And we've done a couple as California will be saved. We've we pioneered a couple marches in different cities. Um, but recent, more recently, we've been connected to our friends um, from Sacramento, and it's called United Revival is their ministry. And their whole expression, their whole thing is these Jesus marches, and they do them all over the nation. And so the Lord brought us together probably a year and a half ago, and we've just become such great friends with these guys. They're like brothers, you know, in the spirit, like brother sibling ministries, because <laughs> so much of what they do is just like us. and it's been such a joy um, to work with them. And, and so uh, they're one of their first events that they uh, were doing this year was in Santa Monica just a few weeks ago. And so our team was there and we're just rallying with them. And it was just on another level, Jeff, like, I don't know, something broke open. Um, a lot of worship, you know, is the goal there, but then to, uh, release and go on this march around the city um, but we're marching through the city and I don't know how many hundreds of people like it's always hard to kind of guesstimate probably around a thousand people at least showed up in Santa Monica and um, we marched around the city right we're just worshiping Jesus and singing our hearts out and then we rallied down on the grass down by the beach and uh, preached the gospel and this altar call moment just so marked me and it gave me such hope for you know, America and for this generation, because uh, the gospel went forth and this altar call moment, like I was just in tears as um, dozens of people just rushing to the altar call. The same thing I'm talking about repentance, right? Getting right with God, this awareness that God is real and um, just falling on their faces, repenting. And, and um, there was just something so different. I mean, you know, we've been doing stuff for the last two years, pretty nonstop, you know, and there was something just like on another level that day, uh, this was two weeks ago, uh, that just marked me and um, kind of catalyzed me just to keep going mm-hmm. <laughs> and to keep preaching the gospel, keeping it simple, right? It's just worship and the and the gospel of Jesus that we're taking to the streets, right? And Dude. and the unity piece too, coming together with different ministries and this this expression of the gospel and so that was just a couple of weeks ago in Santa Monica and 
you know, we're starting to plan even beyond Hope, California, the different cities we're going to go to because we want to keep this thing rolling. There's something yeah. that just is opening up right now. And it's so simple. You know, you just it's it's the, the Holy Spirit's favorite message um, is the gospel of Jesus. Right. Mm-hmm. And how he came to set us free and restore us back to the father, our original mm-hmm. design to know the father and be fully connected with him. And and so it's just kind of offensively simple. You just share the simple gospel of Jesus and God's power falls on it every single yeah. time and things like that start to break open. So yeah, that, that was just a couple of weeks ago. And I don't know, man, we're just in this special season right now. And so, dude, well, something that Jesse mentioned, um, I was just, as I was listening to you, something that Jesse had mentioned last week was um, she was reading from Charles Finney. Uh, Cause I was asking about like, how do we, how do we foster this whole thing, continue to foster this whole thing? And she was like, she read something by Charles Finney and it was basically to the extent of uh, revival can't persist without man's participation. So uh, the fact that you guys are looking beyond hope, California, even in the midst of all of this, where I'm sure you're just like uh, buzzing uh, from you know, these evening services in Pasadena, but still being diligent and going, okay, God, what, what are you saying? This is amazing. And we are going to ride this wave as long as you want us to ride this wave. But also the acknowledgement of like, there's, there's more, like, it's not just, it doesn't just end at hope, California. There's more. Uh, and I think that that shows a mark of maturity. Um, and that acknowledgement of like, we're, we're co-laborers, you know, yeah. we're co-laborers with the kingdom. It's not just this, like I use the analogy to, to beat the wave analogy to death. I used it the other day and I was saying that often, you know, we, uh, and it, it, it's not just with the revival, but it can be with anything where God is, you know, God's answer to prayer can be like this wave. Um, it's like body surfing, right? If you just sit there, like nothing's going to happen. But if you swim in the direction that the wave is going, eventually that wave comes and picks you up and just like, you just, you just ride the wave, you know? Good. Yeah. Uh, and so I think that's very much the same way with, with revival. Obviously God is doing all the heavy lifting, right? Yeah. But, you know, he's looking for yeses. He's looking for partnerships, you know? Yeah, no, it's so true, bro. I, we have to stay in that tension. You know, I think it's, we're often tempted to be like, it's all God or, you know, I think when we're not doing well, it's like, it's all us. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, one side of the spectrum. And, and I just see that so clearly throughout the Bible, you know, it's like the ones that were able to somehow live in the very center of that and almost provoke God to do things on their behalf for their generation. You know, like there's something about the heart of a lover that knows how to, to interact with the other. Right. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a role as believers is like we, yes, God is all powerful and he's sovereign and he, he will do things in his own grace and his own mercy because that's who he is, you know? But I think at the same time, there are certain things that he longs to unfold on the earth that demand a human response, you know? And I think Come the on. Bible is full of those examples, right? Like I just think of the heart of David as first one that comes to mind. Like David was one who you know, he dreamed of these things that no one had ever thought of before, you know, like he, he, 
he was willing to like go outside of the box and to dream with God. Like, what if we did this, you know, in Psalm 132, he's like, God, what if I built you a house that you could live in? You know, like that was so foreign to every previous generation. No one had even thought of anything close to that. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and there's these, these things that I know God, I mean, ultimately it's the Lord, like that's the Holy spirit, right. Giving David an idea like that. But there is this, this role that we, this, this part that we play in, in opening up the possibilities and, and allowing ourselves to think that way. Right. Like we have a free will God's given that to us. And, and so, man, that's, that's such a, uh, uh, something that's on my heart for believers right now today like man could we open up our minds and 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 to begin to dream with the lord like what is possible you know and there's something so prophetic about that when we even make that switch i think mentally <laughs> and allow the holy spirit to use our imagination and our mind and on, receive dude. the mind of christ like we yeah. start to think that way and to me, it feels like that's the breakthrough moment where it's like God can start to do anything. But if we're if we're kind of closed and we don't even um, allow ourselves to get there, I feel like there's not as much God can do. And again, it's it's a it's a it's a paradox, right? Like God is powerful and He's sovereign and He's the Lord and He can do what He wants. But for some reason, He has made humans in His likeness, and I. The number one desire I see throughout the Bible and all of history is that he longs to do this with us. And there's something that is of this story of redemption that he longs to unfold, but in partnership with his people, you know? Okay. So I love that you brought that up, dude. That's just been burning on my heart. Yeah. Well, and also too, man, um, you know, you mentioned dreaming with God. And I think that um, I shared a word at the tail end of 2020 and so kind of talked about it a little bit into 2023 about God desiring to unlock creativity within people. And actually there's an invitation uh, to be creative. Like during a show, actually, I heard the Lord say, tell them to meet me in the creativity. And I was like, okay, cool. You know, but like that can mean so many different things. Right. But yeah, um, I just feel like a lot of creativity is going to be birthed through what's happening right now on the earth yeah and it's such an exciting thing dude yeah. um wow. has god shown you anything in regards to that specifically about creatives i mean you're creative yourself yeah i think the main thing is well it starts with understanding that and i think i've talked about this some um with you before but for me it just really starts with this zoomed out understanding that God is unfolding this story right now over the earth. And it's so connected to what he's done throughout the generations, mm -hmm. you know, and we have to, I think all the, so much of our expression and our ideas and our passions have to stem from this place of a, this understanding that God is an author. And there's one massive, grand, profound story that he's writing over the face of the earth and for humanity. And as soon as we start to see ourselves in the middle of that, I think that's huge. I think there's yeah, so much that, that breaks forth from that place. And so good. I was just preaching about this on Sunday with this uh, at this church. Like we have to be able to see what God's doing. We can't be so focused on just the little things in front of our face right now. But like our life is like a vapor, mm -hmm. right? And, and ultimately, 
we're going to find purpose when we see our life belonging to this greater story that God's writing right now. Right. And so that's the first thing for me is like, man, we have to stay grounded in that. Help Elijah Fire continue to make an impact around the world. All donations go toward making Elijah Fire and the Elijah Fire podcast possible. Visit ElijahFire.com slash give and become a partner today. And then at the same time, understand we've been placed right now in 2023, which is, you know, technologically one of the most advanced eras in human history. We've been placed in this era, you know, not by accident. We could have been placed anywhere, but here we are right now for such a time as this with all this stuff going on in my generation, all the darkness, all the corruption, you know, all of the all of the amazing reports too of revival and of salvation and of God moving, you know, all of it together, here we are. And, you know, what's our contribution, you know? And so I think it's a time for creatives just to dream bigger than ever. I think that this is such a specific time in world history where we have, you know, access to some of the most advanced, the most advanced technology that we've ever seen. And what does it look like if we partner with the Holy Spirit, you know, and we partner with the Lord to advance his kingdom ultimately through these different means. And so I love even like, I love this, what you're doing, Jeff, you're on a rampage right now, like every single day, just getting on the, on yeah. the interwebs, right? Five days a week on the interwebs. <laughs> <laughs> I love it, dude. And like, let's talk yeah. about God. Let's talk about what he's doing. Let's yeah. talk about the most important things we could talk about, right? Yep. I think the more, the the merrier. Obviously, you know, hear the Lord on it <laughs> and get his direction. But yep. we're living in an hour right now. We're like, let's blow up social media, man. Mm-hmm. Let's take over social media with the gospel. You know, yep. why not? Like, Like, why not? when I get on there, every video is just something about the Lord and what he's doing and what he says about you and what he's calling you to. Like, I, I, I believe there's a day coming when it's just going to go viral, you know, and it's, I think it's starting to already, but whatever creative idea, like I have such a passion for music, for, uh, videography, for film. And I don't think I've even scratched the surface, but I'm trying to sustain this place with dreaming with the Lord. Like, man, God, like, what does it look like to make you, that's why I love that the Jesus revolution movie just came out too. Like, heck yeah, dude, more than, yeah. be- you know, like, I know it's not an accident, you know, you know like, that it came best- out when it did. Yeah, exactly. Like this is the best story, right? Like this yeah. is the best story to tell and people long to be a part of a story that's so much bigger than themselves. And that's full of redemption when there's so much darkness. Yeah. I think so many people yeah. are aware of the darkness and aware of their shortcomings. Hmm. And they long, maybe they don't even realize it, but they long to belong to a story that's so much bigger than themselves and one that's ultimately full of redemption and of salvation and of, of joy and of, of hope restored, yeah. right? And and yeah. that's the gospel. <laughs> that's, Come on. that's the story of Jesus. So mm. I don't know. That was kind of a roundabout answer. but No, it's think- spot on, dude. And yeah. the thing I'm loving right now is, um, is like you were saying, the recognition that we're like that we're in the center of this big thing that God is doing. Right. Um, and when you can get that revelation, there's uh, the, the striving kind of melts away rather than going, okay. Exactly. All right. Yeah. So, so I need to be creative and I need to produce God things. All right. So I'm going to just start creating God things, you know? Yeah. Um, and really what, where I found the most freedom is, laying all that down, that desire 
uh, it's there, but, but just laying it down and a yeah. dude, just abiding in his presence and the purification process that takes place in that, um, yeah. births those things. So I don't need to sit here and be like, okay. And then get anxiety about like, oh, I need to, I'm supposed to be creating stuff. I'm supposed to be yeah. creating stuff for God <laughs> and I'm not. And I just feel like, uh, it, honestly, man, it's just, it, all of it should birth out of that intimacy. That's and it. what's amazing right now, dude, is that over the past, I would say past six, seven, eight years, um, the ability to create high quality stuff has slowly shifted away from these gatekeeping institutions yeah. and now is in the hands of people yeah. to the point where you have prolific film directors now saying like, you don't even need to come to Hollywood anymore. Like just make yeah. your own industry where you are. Yeah. Like you've got to, this phone is way better than the super eight cameras we had back in my day and all this stuff. You know, the same goes for music and, and all that, you know, there's yep. so much ability at our fingertips now. Yeah. to to create so we can actually get the stuff that god is giving us and birth it right yeah. there you know so true dude and i'm so i'm so excited about it man like yeah. i just think it's so cool so yeah, um so beautiful and yeah and so I'll, I'll go for it man well the last thing i'll say is just like that's you know i think especially as creatives when we start to understand like god's story i just keep saying that but you know, and that we have this opportunity to, to share through these different ways, you know, like that's so fun for me that we get to share like these different aspects of God's story that he's writing or these different aspects of who Jesus is. Right. And these creative expressions to help reach a generation, you know, like there's so much, there's so much at our fingertips. So that's Dude. my last charge on that. Like yeah, man. whatever that well, is dream with the Lord, allow yourself to dream, you know, it starts there. Yeah. Just allow yourself to dream with, with God and he's going to show us some exciting things for the yeah. day. Dude. Well, honestly, man, like everything that's happening right now, you know, with technology and, and the access we have and the ability to broadcast, like there's people that watch yeah. this around the world, you know, the amazing thing is that I can think of just, obviously God can do it however he wants, but just looking at what we have at our disposal you want to talk about a powder keg to birth that billion soul harvest Bob Jones prophesied. Yeah. Because look, I mean, look how quickly things spread dude online. Yeah. It's like, also you see something, it's like, boom, 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 boom. Yeah. And then all of a sudden some dude in, you know, Germany sees, you know, something, you know what I mean? Yeah. So um, I just think that we're, we're, I mean, we're so ripe for harvest um, and it's happening, you know, yeah. like it's, it's starting to happen. Um, yeah, and I just think that, man, like rather than trying to take whatever this is and box it in, um, and I disagree with it or I don't, and I'm pro this and I'm anti that or whatever is just showing up. Um, and that's something that I've told people I've seen online. People have been like criticizing it and I'm like, just go dude, like yeah. just go and check it out. Like, it's not like, what's the worst that can happen. Right. You know? <laughs> totally. Yeah. Just go check it out. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, so obviously you have a real heart for California. Um, but has, has God, God shown you anything else in regards to the rest of the country or maybe even the world? I know mean, we kind of talked about it intermittently throughout this episode, but I'm just yeah. curious. Well, 
it's definitely something we're we're praying through right now. We've actually had a couple invitations um, um, into other countries, into other parts of the world, and so okay, um, yeah, we're 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 praying through that. We we don't know fully right now. Um, uh, I think yeah, we we know that there's something you know. Ultimately, even in believing in California, it's 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 for the world, you know, and uh, we we felt so drawn and connected to California because we know the, the impact that it can have to the nations, you know, and every no no place is safe from the from the presence of God, and I believe in the days of the, the days ahead, you know, and so, um, yeah, I don't know, bro. We we got um, this cool invite to. Um, uh, England and then, uh, got connected to, uh, uh, amazing. He's our friend now, even through this thing that's happening in Pasadena, he's been coming and, um, he was, he's from Australia and, uh, has started to do things out there and, um, do an outreach and worship out in the streets of Sydney, Australia, you know? Dude. <laughs> and so, yeah, man, I, I, I mean, I think it's just, it's going to go everywhere. It is going everywhere. God's raising people up in different parts of the world, you know? Um, for this expression, my my favorite, one of my favorite verses is Malachi one eleven, where it's basically what it is is a promise from God, saying that um, where the sun, you know, you guys probably know it, where the sun rises, even to where it goes down, mm-hmm. every place, every place, right? It literally says that <laughs> incense will arise, and the name of the Lord will be great among the nations, and so. You know, I've I've been compelled to believe this promise that there is a day coming when in every place. I mean, can you imagine in every place? What does that even look like in every like that's a lot of places, you know, where, where incense will arise, which is the sound of prayer. It's the it's the sound of worship. The heart of worship will arise and the name of the Lord will be great mm. among the nations. And so, yeah, man. you know, we'll see, bro. Like we're, we're obviously the California is such a big focus and there's so much influence the state has. And I think that's going to continue to be our focus, but we are praying into what it looks like to go to and, and just start fires in other places too. Mm. So yeah, man, yeah. exciting. I don't know. It's yeah, that's good, super good exciting. Think through. <laughs> yeah, absolutely, dude. So, um, you mentioned this earlier, um, but I also just glanced over and I saw it in your notes. Um, you were talking about a lifestyle of joy. Um, and you said breaking off the spirit of heaviness was kind of the footnote in there. Yeah. Um, and I know there's a lot of people, um, especially if you're kind of, if you're listening to the wrong voices, you are going to encounter that. And I would even say this, because that was maybe a little too unfair to oversimplify it. There are people going through hardship, legit hardships right now. And do have the spirit of heaviness. So I'd love to hear you talk on that lifestyle yes, of joy. Bro. Yeah. No, I love this is one of my favorite topics right now, especially in this season, because um, God's just been teaching me so much about joy and how that is uh, integral to even longevity. <laughs> and I'm I'm someone now who's been in ministry pretty full time for the last uh, five, six years. Mm-hmm. And I know there's people that have been in it a lot longer than that, <laughs> but even as a young guy who's been in it for that long, um, you know, I've started to be gotten familiar with the different rhythms and patterns of life, you know, and uh, the temptations that come and, you know, it's not all just butterflies and rainbows 24 yeah. seven, you know, <laughs> like no. there are real hardships and there's, 
real enemy and there's a real flesh that we live in, you know? And so we have to continue to receive from God what uh, we need to receive to carry on in these days, right? And for longevity. And that's really my prayer in this season is like, God, burn in us in such a way and deposit your your spirit and your joy and your hope in us in such a way that we can burn for decades and decades, you know, mm-hmm. that this thing that you're pouring out will not be a flash in the pan, Lord. I know that what you you long to pour out is something for even generations to come, you know, like that's what's on your heart, Lord. I know that. And so help your people, help my generation, help us young people, help the old people all together, you know, yeah. to receive what we need to. And in that, like joy has just come kind of the forefront for me in so many so many ways that we have to be you know one of the things that God's shown me is like Christians have a call to be joyful people right yeah <laughs> like we are the ones that will be the most joyful people on the face of the earth like I'm sorry there's nobody else there's no other religion there's no other lifestyle as as you know new agey and as gurus you want to try to get with all of your stuff there's nothing there's no other way to Mm -hmm. operate in fullness of joy than other than knowing jesus and knowing god you know Mm -hmm. and my charge for believers in this hour especially when you know obviously there's intense things that happen and our nation is in you know in in an interesting time and it's heavy i know but there's this call in the middle of that you know in the face of it all like to be joyful people to be a people of joy and Isaiah 61 has been a huge help for me that one of the things that God does is he brings beauty where there was ashes. Come on. He brings a spirit of praise, the garment of praise instead of a spirit of heaviness, Yeah. which to me, when I read that, it makes me think that there's no way that they can dwell at the same time, like both a spirit of heaviness and a garment of praise, because when God brings something He brings it in the opposite manner and that old thing cannot stay, right? When God brings a garment of praise, like that spirit, you you can't wear a garment of praise and a garment of heaviness at the same time, right? (laughs) Like this is the whole whole, um, point of this passage in Isaiah 61. This is what the Lord does. Instead of ashes, he brings beauty, Hmm. right? The ashes are gone. Instead of heaviness, he brings a garment of praise. That spirit of heaviness has got to go. And instead of mourning, he brings a spirit of joy, the oil of gladness, right? And so it's my charge, man. We got to be happy. <laughs> I know that, uh, you know, like like you're saying, like the spirit of heaviness, by the way, what is that? What is the spirit of heaviness? Because I think we need to identify that so that we can yeah. cut it out of our lives. The spirit of heaviness to me is the reason you walk down the street and you can't smile. Hmm. To me, you know, it's 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 the reason when someone cracks a joke and you keep yourself from laughing too hard because you don't want to be too undignified. You don't want to be too free. Mm-hmm. It's the reason you wake up in the morning and you feel discouraged immediately. What is that? That's not just that is not a normal life with Jesus. Right. Yeah. That's good. Like, this is part of what God came to obliterate off of your life. Right. This is why Isaiah. This is why we need the Word of God because when God comes, He removes that heavy spirit, and He gives you a spirit of joy. And I'm preaching to myself right now. You know, like good when we wake. It is not normal. We cannot, as believers, accept that it is normal 
to walk around with some kind of weight on our shoulders like that. Mm. Like if that's true, like so much of what Jesus poured out on the cross and his blood that was poured out, we are disrespecting. Yeah. You know, this is the fullness, like the fullness of the gospel, every area of our life. Right. And so I don't know, I'm, I'm harping on that in this season because, you know, I think it's huge, dude. I'm an intent. I can be really intense. Our ministry can be intense, you know, and our prayer meetings can be intense and I love it. We need to be intense because, you know, there are real things to intercede for. And and the heart of God is, is, is that, you know, he, he longs and he he desires that none should perish and breaks his heart when people are dying. Right. And there's that aspect. And then there's also the Psalms two reality where in the midst of nations raging, like he's, the one on the throne sits and laughs at the schemes of his enemies. Right. Mm. <laughs> and so there's this charge. I just do feel that so strongly in this season that we have to, we're not going to survive without the joy. Like that is yeah. our strength, you know, yep. and it's, it's, it has to be. And so get, let's get happy. <laughs> let's stay intense. But at the same time, let's be just so undignified and so wildly joyful like when we go out into the streets, let's wear a smile. Like let's tap into that joy that's so available for us. You know, when we approach our times with the Lord, when we approach our evangelism mm-hmm. by all means, when we approach our proclamation of the gospel, like it is from a spirit of joy, you know, it's the joy that was set before him that he endured the cross and let's tap into that joy. So I don't know. I could keep going, bro. No, dude, I think that's really good. And I think um, some of the, I got kind of got to this point, you know, I think I was in my twenties at the time. Um, I'm no longer in my twenties, but uh, (laughs) I was in my twenties and um, I was really processing this of going like, you know, you kind of wait for things like transactional things where it's like, okay, if if I am, if I feel joy, then I will give joy. I will exude joy. Um, And I realized I'm like, that's not biblical. Like, like we, like you were saying, like Christians were called to be some of the, most joy filled people. Um, and, uh, and and look, that's not to say that you're not going to go through hard times. I definitely have, but, um, I was talking to this guy, he came through my line. I used to work at Trader Joe's and this guy came through my line and, and, um, you know, he was like in late sixties probably. And the dude was just like, like bubbly as all get out, man. (laughs) Like he was like super joy filled. I was like, dude, and we were talking about it. Um, cause I think there was some lady who is a bit of a curmudgeon that was like before him or something like that. And, and, and he just kind of started talking about it and he's like, Joel, or, or he said, sorry, I was reading a note. I said, Joel, uh, <laughs> instead of joy, he's like, joy is, is a choice. You get up and you choose. And I swear this guy was probably a Christian. Um, yeah. but, um, I, I think that that's it is just look acknowledging, Hey, I'm going through a rough patch, but what does God's word say? And standing on those promises, like there's yeah. joy for mourning, beauty for ashes, you know, yeah. garment of praise for heaviness. Yeah. And also that that little thing right there, garment of praise for heaviness, also is kind of a bit of a key to unlocking this is yeah. praise, praising God, praise and worship, spending time in that. And that that is like an offensive weapon in the spirit to, to dispense a lot of this heaviness. And when I'm feeling in a funk, I, I'll put on praise and worship and just like get get in that place. And it's, yeah. it's not this like high octane, like working yourself up thing. Yeah. It's, it's literally shifting into a completely different yeah. gear. That's you know, it, and it's dude. like, it's like the long haul, but you you're filled with this joy that you can't explain, yeah. you know? And that's why it's so important to have those intimate times with the Lord and to pre- press in that pursuit of him 
uh, is so important. Like for those of you that are listening or watching to this, who are maybe just like, man, I hear you guys, but like, dude, it's the intimacy, the quiet, like that secret place intimacy uh, where we get filled up. Uh, but then also not just reading, but like, dude, like write verses down, you know, yeah. like write his promises. They're all over your house, you know, yeah. like write them down and just be like, okay, well, hold on. When I'm feeling this, I go to the bathroom mirror and I look at the post-it note on the bathroom mirror and I speak it out loud. Yep. It's the truth. God's That's word it. will fulfill itself. Isaiah 55, 11, for the purpose in which he intended it, it will fulfill itself. So joy, yep. the joy of the Lord is our strength. That means that it's that that's something we all have access to. Like what you're hearing? Help us continue to make Elijah Fire and the Elijah Fire podcast possible. To get behind this ministry, visit ElijahFire.com slash give. Now back to the show. Yeah. So. Here's the thing, like, and, and this is uh, just to be vulnerable in my life. Like there's there at times there's there's this temptation just to be just average. Right. And just to like, I don't need to be that joyful or I don't need to be that free. I don't want right? to be overbearing on people. I yeah, don't want to, you know, exactly. And it's kind of this demonic, a uh, uh, heavy spirit that tries to keep us from living. Like if we're not going to, you know, if the enemy can't get us to full out rebel and live in, 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 you know, sin and, and uh, all of that, like he's going to chip away and try to just keep you from like that fullness because you like even some, I feel this for people, you are, when you are fully released and fully impacted by the gospel of Jesus, when you fully embrace that, like you are the most dangerous and wild and destructive person of the kingdom of darkness that the enemy absolutely hates. Right. Like and if he can't get you to fully rebel and just turn away and backslide fully, like he's going to just take little chips, little shots. And like, I'm just going to keep you from being joyful here or joyful there. And like, you know, I'm going to keep you from being that free here or have hope in this situation. Like he's just going to this is his strategy. He tries to whittle away these little things. And we need to get a place where we just get fed up with that and we cut that off of our lives. Okay. We're saying no. Like there is a fullness of the gospel that Jesus shed his blood on that cross and he poured everything, every aspect of our lives. There is a fullness, an installment of joy, an installment of power, an installment of hope in every single compartment of our lives. Right. And if we settle for anything less, we're not doing a favor to the enemy or we're not, we're not, we're not helping ourselves. We're actually disrespecting the gospel and we're disrespecting the cross. And so we have to get to a place. Like sometimes I feel this, like I've, you know, I've sinned in my life and I've dealt with real shame. And the temptation there is like, I'm just going to kind of like, you know, uh, walk on my crutches spiritually in here and like, just kind of make it through. And it's like, no dude, no, like that is not, <laughs> that is, that is, that is not humility. That is actually pride. Like as soon as you start to believe like I can do this by myself before approaching the blood of Jesus, like that is, that is a demonic approach <laughs> to the yeah. gospel and the blood of Jesus that we have to whittle out. We have to cut that fully out of our lives and say, yeah. 
Lord, you shed your blood so that I could have joy in this moment, as yep. shameful as you feel right yeah. now, as dark as you feel right now. Like your blood was poured out so that I could experience the joy. I could experience true deliverance and freedom in this moment, not when I'm doing great and it's all butterflies and rainbows. Yes, those moments too. But in this moment, this is what you paid for, right? And so I just feel like we're supposed to like cut that, like we need to break up with that mentality because it's a it's a mindset and it's, that's, it's that, I believe that same demonic spirit of heaviness that tries to come on us and just like change it a little bit and just whittle away the edges. Mm-hmm. And we need to break up with that. And mm-hmm. And like, I just want to challenge everyone. There is nothing. It, you can literally step into fullness right now. Come on. This very second. There is no ounce of shame, sin, or darkness that could separate you for any longer. Like, if you choose to step into it and say, God, like, I want to receive. I, I, apply your blood to my body. Apply your blood, Jesus, right now to my life. I repent. Right now, you by saying that you can step into the fullness of joy, right? right. Psalm yeah. sixteen eleven. In my presence, there's fullness of joy, pleasures, plural, pleasures forevermore. Right? You can step into that literally this second. <laughs> and I just want to come against that lie that would say, like, no, I gotta like help fix myself a little bit longer. I gotta like, you know, maybe I gotta study in the Bible some more. I gotta do this. No. Yeah. it's only by his blood that Come on. he's able to do this Come as on. soon as we start to add stuff to it it's an ugly downward spiral of eternal like bondage <laughs> dude and so this is my charge i don't know if this is where we wanted to go but i hey dude i love it i'm here for it dude like, yeah we have to be able to especially in this time right now what god's doing we have to be able to get to this place and I'm honestly preaching to myself too, because I'm not perfect. And there's shortcomings that there's things that I stumble at, you know, and we all have our own things. Yep. We have to, like the only way we're going to get through it is if we immediately take every thought captive, that's not of the Lord. We cast that aside and we say, no, blood of Jesus, blood of Jesus, blood of Jesus mm-hmm. over my life, Lord, I'm going to fulfill your call over my life. And it's through your blood <laughs> and it's not through my own striving. Right. And so. Dude. I just pray right now over anyone in Jesus name, anyone yes. that's maybe hurting from that, this place of feeling shame. I just canceled every bit of yes. shame in Jesus name. I come against that spirit of accusation. The enemy is the accuser. You can't do this. You can't do that. You can't, you've got to do this before you step into it. You got to, he's the accuser of the brethren. And I break that off of your life right now. And by the blood of Jesus, that right now you would step into the fullness, God, Release the fullness over our lives, the fullness of what you paid for, your son's blood, the fullness of joy, Lord. Everything that would come against that is broken. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Just receive that. Yeah, man. Dude. Oh, man. Yeah, I just think of the verse, those the son is set free are free indeed. Yes, you know, dude. and there's this lie that Satan comes in. I just, I, I have someone on the, the show, her name is Mandy Woodhouse, um, and she is rewriting uh, or up- updating a book she wrote called free indeed. And she's about ready to release it. And dude, it is absolutely amazing. It's all about what you just were talking about. Um, her struggling with um, condemnation, even though she was spirit filled, even though she was serving the Lord, there was this lie that was coming in. Like, you're not good enough. There's something wrong with you. 
You'll yeah. never get the darkness out of you. Yeah. You'll never get, um, and dude, it just unlocks like a whole new level for me of like what Jesus did on the cross, you know? And it's yeah. like, it just was like, sometimes you just hear something explained in just the right way. And suddenly yeah. it's just like new level of revelation, you yeah. know? Um, it's not that you didn't believe it, but all of a sudden it's like, it just becomes that much more real to you. And so for me, it was definitely that it's so good. I can't wait until it comes out and just like promote <laughs> to tell yes, everyone to go dude. buy it. Cause it's so good. This is so important, dude, is realizing like you are free. And, uh, last week, dude, we had this fifth generation while well, she was formerly a fifth generation, witch uh, from Colombia, Julie Lopez. And she was talking all about how even even uh people in the occult and all they recognize the the um the order within the spirit realm to where that's why they would do blood sacrifices because if they do a blood sacrifice they pay with blood that gives them access to the spirit realm wrong yeah. means but yeah. then it was like suddenly i heard her explain that and then jesus's oh. blood all of a sudden it was like dude, what happened after Jesus spilt his blood? We got the Holy spirit, you know? And it was just like, that was just like, for me, Yeah, and just realizing it. like, dude, like when we say yes to Jesus, you're not just a little free, like you are yeah. free. Exactly. And so coming, that's why it says we're seated with him in heavenly places. Yeah. So if we're seated with him in heavenly places, that means that whatever the enemy's doing can't, can't harm us. Yeah. The, the worst that happens is, is, is being stuck in a mental prison. So yeah. if we can realize, dude, like if we're seated with him in heavenly places, we're free. That's it. Yeah. Colossians, I quote it all the time. Colossians yeah. three says we are That's hidden it. with Christ yeah. in God, right? Yeah. Dude, I love this, man. Yeah. Like it's so and he, good. And Colossians two, right before that says he came and he, what Jesus did, you know, Paul's talking about this. He's trying to explain to the Colossian church, like what, what happened, right? Like this is what happened when Jesus went to the cross. And he says he made an open spectacle of all the principalities and powers that would keep you from stepping into that place of fullness. Right. Like, so it's, it's oh, yeah. a public like embarrassment <laughs> of every spirit of accusation, every demonic spirit, every spirit of heaviness, every spirit of discouragement that would come against your life. Like he made an open spectacle of it and then broke that power that it would have over your life. And so yeah. that's it, dude. Like it's every part it's, it has to be, it's all or nothing, right? Yeah. Like, it's not like I'm half, I'm 50% free. No, what he paid for 100% of your freedom. And, and as soon as we start to like, Oh man, I can't be that free. Get delivered of that thought. Come on. You that's literally right. need to out loud renounce that. No, I am going to receive the fullness of freedom because Jesus paid for it. <laughs> Right. And and yeah. I know I say this in grace and love because this is real. And I've had this like, Joel, you can't be that free, bro. Like you got to calm down a little bit. Just be, you know, like just chill out. Yeah. Like, no, there's there. The cross was not chill. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like that was oh. not cute and safe. The cross, the expression on the cross was not just balanced. It was it was completely out there. It was it was raw. It was messy and it paid for ultimate and complete freedom. And so we have to like train, right? Right. This is a part of renewing our minds. Like Paul talks about, we take those captives and it's not of the Lord. Then we got to get rid of it because there's a fullness of freedom that we are, especially right now, guys, like in this hour, we have to be 
stepping into this because the world needs it and they need it so bad and they're so lost and they're looking to other things to find it and they're not finding it and they're searching and they're searching and they're searching and we as believers have the only hope and we are the first ones that need to be able to access this fullness of joy like i love that psalm 1611 like in his presence there's fullness of joy mm. you know like yeah there's not that like it's not like we come into his presence and there's a spirit of grumpiness right <laughs> like that's not his presence you come into his presence and there's joy and then there's pleasures forevermore and so this is what the world longs for and and as believers guys we can do it let's do it like let's experience the joy maybe we've never even we don't even don't know what this means maybe we've been christians for a year 10 years 20 years we don't even know if we could say we've experienced joy but i believe it's available right now there's something god's doing He's releasing that spirit of joy for his people. Well, so, he's going to release it for for some people definitely right now. So I would love for you to just pray yes. and release that, dude. Dude, Jesus, we just thank you, God, for the fullness of joy to be released on the earth through your people, Lord, on your people, around your people. Mm. Even right now, Lord, I just pray for that undignified uh, spirit of joy to to penetrate hearts, even right now, just receive that spirit of joy. Mm -hmm. God, I thank you that you severed off every other accusatory spirit, the spirit of heaviness. God, I thank you that you removed that through the cross, through the blood of your son, Jesus. And now you're installing in your people a spirit of joy and of hope, Lord. In these days, for such a time as this, I thank you, Holy Spirit. You just begin to breathe right now on people's yes. hearts, right now in Jesus' name. Every... Um, Every heavy spirit, every spirit of discouragement and of doubt and skepticism, just be removed. Just begin to take that out of your life right now. Just remove mm. those arrows. We cast that aside right now. We plead the blood of Jesus over our minds, our soul, our emotions, and our physical body. We plead your blood, Jesus, and we just receive it. It comes from you, God. I love that you said in your presence there's fullness of joy. Well, we want to know what that is. God, we just say we want to we want to experience that your definition of the fullness of joy, Lord, blow our minds mm. with whatever that is. And I just pray for smiles to break out mm -hmm. <laughs> even over this live stream, laughs like hearty, deep, guttural <laughs>, laughs, <laughs> just as we go throughout our day, just the things that we see you doing, Lord, that you would speak to us throughout the day, that we would just be that we would be joy bombs and every sphere of influence every every community that we're a part of on this live stream every circle or that we would just bring joy that we would bring hope that we'd bring smiles to the lost and broken world around us in jesus name we yes, receive lord. your spirit of joy amen amen come on dude that's what's up <laughs> yes all right so joel um you mentioned the hope california thing happening in april 2nd um yes. obviously there's uh the revival pasadena revival that happens in like t minus like two hours and yeah. two hours and 40 minutes or something from now uh yep. so um but let's talk about how people can follow you and then we'll show the address as well for um where people can uh, go to the pasadena revival yeah guys like just get us on social media because there's so much moving you know <laughs> we're just trying to follow what you guys post doing. a lot so yeah and and that's the first place that we we go to for updates and uh you know location changes if there are uh you know all the times and addresses social media is a great way so uh our page my ministry is california will be saved on instagram 
Facebook, you know, all of it, just CA will be saved. Look it up. Um, all of our updates are there. Our website is, is, uh, right here. I think it's listed mm-hmm. California. CA will be saved.com. And, um, some of the other ministries you guys want to follow on online that we're in partnership with is saturate revival, which, which is Jesse and Parker's, um, mm-hmm. ministry, uh, Ekbalo Pasadena, um, hope California is the big initiative, the stadium events happening in a couple of weeks. Uh, our friends from Sacramento, like I mentioned earlier, is United Revival. So there, there was just some good friends of ours. We try to, you know, post as much as we can just to keep people in the loop because there's so much God's doing in California. There's so much he's doing across the nation. So, yeah, that's the best way to do it. Awesome. So also uh, Monday through Saturday, we've got the Pasadena Revival at the historic Raymond uh, Theater. So also in the description. So. But there it is, 129 North Raymond Avenue, Pasadena, California, area code 91103. So yeah, um, right down it, in the main part of Pasadena, it's it's amazing. This space opened up. It's totally the Lord. Dude. So it's like a historic theater there. God's just been moving in that place. Yeah. So is so, it near like Old Town, Pasadena yeah, area? Right, right up the street, like probably... I don't know, like hundreds of feet up from Colorado. Dude, that's awesome. That's a big hot spot. Yeah, it really is. <laughs> that's so cool. Yeah. Dude. So walking by there and stuff. So it's just a prime prime space. Oh, dude. That's going to be so 2nd, sweet. Um, our, well, April 1st, there's events happening all over California. So follow Hope California for that. Uh, April 1st, our team's going to be um, – some of us will be at the Orange County event, which is happening at the Honda Center. Saturday, mm-hmm. April 1st. So thousands of people are coming together in the Honda Center for a night just to proclaim the name of Jesus. So exciting. Souls. And then our team, our main event that we're helping with is this next day, Sunday, April 2nd, out in front of the LA Coliseum. And so there you yeah. have it. So and cool. We'll be more. We're planning more for the rest of the year and all that. But yeah. I can't wait Woo! to see all this unfold, dude. <laughs> be so sweet. All right, Joel. God bless you, man. Thanks for coming on the show. Absolutely. Thanks for testifying, all that good stuff. Absolutely. Thanks, Jeff. Enjoy. Yeah. Everybody, that is our show. Have an amazing Tuesday evening. If you're in the California area, cancel your plans and go <laughs> to the Pasadena Revival at the historic Raymond Theater in Pasadena. Address is in the description, everybody. Um, also, I wanted to remind you, ElijahFire.com slash donate is how you donate. All proceeds go to keeping this free so we can bring on amazing guests like Joel. And um, uh, so, yeah, and then we take a portion of every single donation. We funnel it into our water well efforts. Um, lives are just being transformed because of you guys' generosity. So tune in tomorrow. We start our new teaching series, The Two-Parter, Third Heaven Authority with Mike Thompson. It's going to be awesome. So we'll see you guys then at 2 p.m. Pacific time, 5 p.m. Eastern time. Okay, bye. This has been Elijah Fire. Thanks for listening. For more episodes like this, you can check out the Elijah Fire podcast on ElijahFire.com, on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. You can watch us live every weekday at 2 p.m. Pacific time on YouTube, Rumble, Twitch, and Facebook. Elijah Fire is presented by Elijah Streams and is part of Elijah List Ministries. Go to ElijahFire.com slash give for more info on how you can donate today. 